Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. of the Grizz Den podcast. The full crew is here. Brantley's in the house. I'm very glad to be here, guys. Hello. John Kraft is here. Still feeling FOMO from not being on the last episode. So very glad to be here. And hello, Ty. Thanks for hosting. Absolutely. All right. We've got a big show planned. We're going to uh, take part in our annual over-unders. You're going to hear our opinions on the league at large. We're each going to throw out our five favorite bets we're going to go around the circle if we have a disagreement of course we will um, we will unpack that Uh, and we will also then at the very end of the pod hit whoever we haven't thus far and go through the league so you can uh, we'll have receipts we'll just put it that way but before we get going for this season John you listened back to last season's podcast and you recorded stats on how we did yes. uh, both individually and as a whole. Would you like to share those? Very much so, yeah. So especially since I did that. So <laughs> so I feel like it wasn't a total degenerate who wasted my time uh, as I prepared for this year's and wanted to but listen to last year's. But you are a degenerate. I am. I, I am. mean, it's not totally, but you are one, right? <laughs> College football was kind of boring Saturday afternoon, so I was just, you know, I was like, I need something to listen to. I'm watching. Uh, so uh, basically, unfortunately, um, I came in last uh, of the four of us um, going 17 and 13. 
um, which is actually pretty good because that's still winning money. That's still uh, above 500. So 1713 is really good. In fact, if I go 1713 this year, I think I would be super, super pumped because I think this year's going to be harder. We can talk about that later. But uh, Ty came in third with 18 and 12, so beat me by one game. Brantley came in uh, second at 20 and 10, so beating me by three, Ty by two. And then Will, uh, of course, brought home the trophy going uh, an amazing 21 and nine. So over two thirds guessed right, uh, and uh, you know what very, that means though for this year. Yeah, it's, no, very, it's going the opposite it's way. Very impressive. Fade me this but year. I, but I actually think as as a podcast for those of y'all listening, because uh, very rarely do people like going and you know going for all thirty teams. Uh, we when we all agreed, uh, we went ten and three, which I think is pretty amazing. I don't. That would be amazing if we doubled if we uh, repeated that. I don't think we will. But ten and three, which is pretty amazing, and our three misses uh, were, I think, three pretty common misses. Were the Jazz, you know, uh, who surprised everybody. The Heat, who honestly were really bad, but then obviously made the NBA Finals, and then the Detroit Pistons that just basically uh, were They're better. Be so good this year, yeah. We're, so uh, the where where they went way under, um, and we all liked them. But uh, all that said, uh, ten and three is pretty good uh, for collectively when we agree. So. Uh, so I thought it was a pretty good year last year for all of us to go above 500. Love it. All right. So new year, a lot of movement this off season. Headlined, of course, by uh, Damian Lillard and the Drew Holiday trade. Uh, made two of the East teams um, a little bit better. Some could argue maybe a little bit worse. We'll see. We'll see what the people think. Uh, Ty, since you were the host, I'm going to let you start us off. What's your uh, favorite over-under bet? Um... So one of mine that I really like is the Cavs at 50 and a half, just banging that under so hard. Um, I just, they won 51 last year. I think they had a really, really fortunate season. Everything seemed to kind of work really well for them. Um, I just feel like they had a, like as about as good as a year they can have. And they, they hit 51 last year. I just don't really think they're going to play any better than what they did. I don't think they their roster necessarily got any better. I'm expecting by January you're hearing the Mitchell to the Knicks buzz already starting. Um, so that's that's one of my favorite ones. Cavs, 50 and a half, all the way under that. I saw some nodding, too, so I may not be alone. I'm with you on the under. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I don't think they got much better. I think this is a weird team that I don't trust their head coach. JB. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm half game over. Okay. So, so it, but I, it's right on the number. So, honestly. along with Will, I'm I'm under, so I totally I agree with you, but I think it's going to be a slight under. Hmm. Um, so, it wasn't one of my favorites, but I'm definitely under, too. I, I just think, I mean, when, when Windhorse comes out and basically says – Donovan Mitchell is not going to return to the Cavs um, and like stakes sort of, which he did like sort of stakes is like, I'm really hearing this hinting at that. I just, I'm wondering how, how that, you know, obviously I have very negative opinion of Donovan Mitchell as, especially in the playoffs, but as a player, um, and that's why I was under on them last year, obviously they killed and they went over, but uh, so I agree with you on that. Brantley, what's your favorite over under bet? Okay, let's just for fun. I'm just about to do something sort of crazy. I I don't know why I really liked this, but I just really think that Washington is going to go over. I know this is sound, this is very counter to the the narrative. Uh, their lines at 24 and a half last year. They did 35 games. I think with sort of some of their additions, I think they might be sort of a quasi decent 
Island of Misfit Toys and do better than uh, some of the other bottom tier folks in the Eastern Conference. This year's Jazz? Maybe not necessarily that crazy where they would okay. have like a you know a, a breakout player, but I just sort of think Poole can score. Tyus is 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 a great regular season player. Solid, they right? added Shamit face. They just I don't know. They lost kind of the weird thing with Beal. I don't know. I just sort of feel like that there's a lot worse teams in the Eastern Conference, and so I just think that Washington they're they're just going to outperform their twenty four and a half line. I worry if they trend positively in the first half of the season, which is I think where you're gonna have to rack up most of these wins. They're gonna they've got the long term in mind. It might shut some people down. If Tyus is playing too well, he might or all of a sudden or, have have or, a knee or issue. Them. Or trade them. Or trade them too, for sure. So uh, that's so I'm a s but I, I feel like that number is really low. Uh, I'm definitely one of my themes this year is that I just don't think there's gonna be I don't think there's gonna be any sucky teams, at least for the first two, three months, like just terrible you can that's an automatic win it might be later on that that happens and so i don't like how low that number is but i still want a slight under on the wizards craft what's your favorite oh uh number one favorite not even close uh phoenix suns under uh i said way back in july on a podcast blind under for the suns um unfortunately for people out there i got a much better uh (laughs) blind under early when it came out and then they traded DeAndre Aiden and then that moved the line a little bit as people started to like start to realize how how terrible the Suns were going to be and so I'm I'm an under and you're going to hear a, a me shorting the Suns and a lot of future podcasts um on Grizzden as well um I'm super under on this all my themes having not no depth doing the super team thing but not having any really superstar players anymore having every one of your good players be injury ridden um you know uh basically having a 25 to 30 defense so you're saying booker's not like a superstar anymore are you including booker in that but i don't i've always thought booker booker is like an 11 to 20 uh, 11 to 20 probably 15 to 20 player for me i think he's been super overrated i think he's gonna he didn't do anything until chris paul showed up and i don't think he's gonna do anything now that chris paul's gone so that's my my opinion i'm 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 low on the suns uh i just i just don't you can't uh, plus, they're not even like an amazing three-point shooting team. They all take a bunch of mid-range jumpers. I just think they're going to have to score like crazy. Their three main guys are going to have to play 38 to 40 minutes a game. That's a recipe for injuries. All three of them have been injured a bunch the last two, three years. Um, and by the way, if you're a Grizzlies fan out there, cheering against them this year is going to be amazing because uh, we get to swap picks with them. Hmm. I also have a heavy under on the Suns. I did We're, too. We are aligned. They only in won everything. 45 last Shock year. Chalk it. Four yeah. for four. Yeah. yeah. Hard, it's easy. hard under on that one. Josh Akogi, fifth starter, best defender on the team. So hmm. take that. I said bet the over on everything with them except for the win total. Like their games are going to be crazy high scoring on both sides. I wanted to bet them to win the in season tournament and somehow miss the playoffs, but that wasn't a prop. So I couldn't. <laughs> oh, I couldn't well, I'd, the yeah. Bet. But that'd been sweet. I Former partner DraftKings, if you're listening, <laughs> yes. Ty would like that. Come yeah. on. Um, okay, I've got uh, my other blind under every year, LA Lakers, under 47.5. Um, I have them at 45 wins, so it's not like a crazy under. Um, 
I just have written down this is a system play. If you look at the odds uh, in the last decade, the LA Lakers have gone under 80% of the time, mm. uh, at least. And yeah, Listen to that stat. And if yeah. you are banking on LeBron James and Anthony Davis trying in the regular season, you're doing it wrong. Austin Reeves is having a cultural moment right now. Uh, you've heard my thoughts on Austin Reeves, so we won't relitigate that. He's the number one on the Wodium uh, for weekend listeners. And, uh, yeah, easy um, going all in on Lakers under. And also I'll say this, just as as far as, like, the whole league is concerned, I'll go through the – the way I do this is I go through and basically predict my record for every team. And my goal is to have it be, like, exactly equal wins and losses when you total it all up to get as close as possible. And when I did it this year, I only had, for the first way through, is 1,207 wins and 1,253 losses. So I really am not loving a ton of teams this year. That's my, Mm. like, overall theme. I can poke holes in just about all of them, and it's so... I'm heavy on uh, unders overall. I had but 18 unders. Yeah, only 12 yeah, yeah. Overs. So, I mean, that might be a more summary discussion if we have some time at the yeah. end, but, like, that's kind of how I'm looking at this year yeah. overall. But LA Lakers are my uh, top pick. Will, let's snake it. Head on back around. Sweet. Okay, speaking of – how do we, Where were we all in the Lakers? Yeah, so I was also saying, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, that was another one of my personal favorites, so I'll go to my secondary favorites um, later. But I, I love the Lakers under. That was number two. That was also a blind under back in July for me, like uh, Will was talking about. And also, by the way, 80% for the Lakers. Last 10 years, 80% for LeBron James teams in the under as well. So that's the double the double whammy of LeBron team the and double the Lakers 80. team. So, the 160. Yeah, and I, I agree. <laughs> Some might say. But, and I want to say I agree with Will. It's not like they don't have Westbrook playing for them. Like, I do think they'll – They'll be competent. We might have to sweat a little bit, but I just I'm going for the stats. The only times they've gone over in that eight, in that twenty percent, they've only beat the over by a game to a game and a half. Like they they always underperform the number. So I just I think it's it should be like an almost every year occurrence. It's point. just it's a Vegas yeah. thing too. Overall, they yeah. know that no matter how high they put the line, they're going to get public money on the over, so they can put it as high as they want. So right. that's that's like behind the right. scenes stuff. New York Knicks over is my next bet. I have um, Tom Thibodeau absolutely loves to play his starters and just grind them to the bone. Toronto was the only team that played more minutes for their starters last year, and their coach is now gone. So I don't think you're going to see the same level um, from like a Raptors team that you saw last year in terms of their starters playing minutes heavily. But the Knicks haven't changed one thing about their style. And I think Jalen Brunson has a year under his belt. Uh, I think the I, I really like their top eight rotation. So I think they're going to be a really competent regular season team. That doesn't mean I love them for the playoffs. But I think I thought 45 and a half was a little low for them. I actually have them at 48 wins for the season and this is just a bet on Thibodeau caring about the regular season more than 95% of teams so that's one of my only over bets that I'm feeling really good about yeah I I felt good about that over too that's what I did I have them finishing fourth in the east I really liked they they added Dante DiVincenzo I can't say that and they lost Toppin I mean but I think that the Dante ad I like him I think he's a solid regular season player He'll be able to help them in the playoffs too, but I really liked that over as well. Same. Hard, hard, hard over. My big determining factor is I literally looked at the Cavs number and I looked at their number and I thought, why is this five game difference? This is wild to me. Um, I think they I think they could push fifty wins. I think the Knicks are gonna be really good. Yeah. Um 
I'm all for the Knicks this year. Slight, I think Brunson just like changes. Slide over for me, just because I don't know. For, just looking at my rankings, I didn't have them as high on the rankings, and so I had to deal with that. But I still am an over with y'all, so we're agreement on that. Crafts, what's your second bet? Second bet. Um, okay, so this is one of my this is one of my favorite favorites that I haven't mentioned yet. Hawks over. Um, I love the Hawks over. I think this is um, Quinn Snyder's second year. All the Coach Bud tree, um, especially the ones that have shown have a long track record of overperforming the regular season, which Quinn Snyder does. Uh, I think the Hawks basically were at this number last year, and it was the weirdest year ever. Coaching change, devastated by injuries, the weird John Collins stuff. I feel like um, Quinn Snyder is going to get the best out of this team. Um, I think Trey Young is out to prove that he's just as good as Luka Doncic, uh, which he is. That's another for a take for another time. Um, uh, and so, basically, Hawks over would not be surprised if they really outdo this number and get 50 wins. I have them as a home court team in the East. I could not disagree with you more. I cannot stand this roster. I am. I love this under. I have them maybe flirting with play-in type areas in the Eastern Conference, and I, I, I love Quinn Snyder, but I don't think that he can turn Trey Young into uh, a team player. Kraft, I think you and I are aligned on the Suns, and you and I are also aligned on the Hawks this season. It's more, <laughs> I think, a function of I look at the East and I look at uh, coaching in the East, and I, I it's a Snyder thing. Uh, I hope to be wrong. I hate this team. And I, yeah, hope, I, I'm, I hope that they are Brian like, Sorgan Fry. If you're listening in the lottery, I hope that squad. they're in the lottery. I may or may not have, or I may be about to text Brian about, um, about, uh, about some, some wagers. I made. I just Hawks, think 42 so. and a half is a little low, but I hope Brantley's right. I thought that number was like perfect, honestly. Cause I was like, I don't really know. I could see it going a little over. I could definitely see them going a little under. I chose slight under, um, I think they're right around a 500 team. Um, I think the top of the East is really good, the bottom of the East, and they may be like one of two teams that may be in the middle. Um, and I think they're going to kind of get eaten alive by the the top dogs in the East. So, Brantley, what's your next one? Can, can I interest you guys in our favorite joking team that somehow people think are going to be 10 games better um, this season, and that's your Detroit Pistons. It's one of mine. Like, this is a t – I just don't understand how we all don't just absolutely crush the under on this one. How are they 10 games better? doesn't make sense to me. I'm sorry, Kelsey Roy Johnson. They're not going to be good this year. I have them seven and a half games under this number. Like, this was one of my largest variances. They won 17 games last I year. I know. It doesn't make sense. One of the – I would analogize they them. Got, they got Monty Williams, though. I think they're the Sacramento of the East, and I could see in a couple years – the, the Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham thing really not working out and Detroit making a Halliburton for Sabonis type trade to sort of make their rotation make more sense. And uh, that's what I think is going to have to happen because this squad just is not doing it for me. Monty needs a, a year at least to establish a culture. I don't trust Cade Cunningham's health. I'm hard under on that. I think they'll be the worst team in the East. Uh same thing, under. I don't love it as much as y'all do, but I'm definitely under on it. I literally have Pistons dash, this team is bad, <laughs> written next to it. So hard This is why now. you listen to this podcast, this folks. 
They're going to be good this year. They're going to be so good this year. They're going to be so good this year. <laughs> All right, Ty. Okay, this is a – I just – I really want to talk about them. Um, this may be a little takey, but I kind of like it. I got the Magic, 37 and a half, just, just so hard over on that guy. I think – I hate to even say this team out loud, but I think they are this year's OKC where they play their tails off. They have a lot of, like, quality young talent that are now starting to, like – you know, the fruit is is showing, right? Um, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to be at least 500, and I definitely have them, oddly enough, like in the East playoffs, <laughs> which is kind of wild. I think the Magic are going to be good. Now, like, how good are they going to be? Again, 500. Um, that's 42 wins, obviously. Or, yeah, wait, 40? How many wins is 41, that? 41. 41 wins. Right, right. So, I'm getting several games under that. I love the Magic's over. I'm with you on this. I did the same thing. Let's go, baby. They got Mac McClung. I mean, That's you know. That's it. So, <laughs> the they got dunk contest there. on her, But they did add Ingles from a vet perspective. Yeah. I just think that they have some interesting things going for them. I really like this over. I have them finishing right around playoff contention, top of play-in. I have a slight under. I actually think this number is perfect for them. I, this is one of the ones I went back and forth on a ton. So, I don't know. I could see them making a run and being like honestly a play-in team um like a seven eight seed in the play-in i can also see them just underperforming just a lot of they i just would like to see them be a little deeper and have maybe one other really one other good quality player so i went slight under but i i don't know you almost convinced me to go over so i have them at exactly 500 which is good for the over i i think the jalen suggs markel folks cole anthony thing needs to work itself out like they need one of those three to really pop and and they're gonna uh, bail on themselves. one of them soon though. exactly like, they have to now they're starting to kind of trim the hedges yeah. like a lot of the project stuff is over like now it's time for Powell. i know it's only year two but like he flashed a lot like the franz wagner buzz like that's gotta happen soon wendell carter has been on the fringe of being a really good player for several years like the guys gotta eventually do something um i don't know i like him all right snake your third oh, favorite darn. Ty. uh <laughs> I want to talk about this other team, too. We're all, clearly all skipping the Grizz, um, so I'm not going to talk about that. Um, I just had a really good comp for this one. So I'm going to go Kings, 44 and a half. I'm going under on that guy. And I, I compare them to any of you NFL watchers. I think they are the equivalent of the Vikings this current year in the NFL. The Vikings had basically everything go right for them last year. They I think they won the most – games out of any other team like with a one score game essentially um De'Aaron Fox was the clutch player of the year last year because his numbers were outrageous in clutch time and they were also in clutch games all the time um 44 and a half seems kind of low um but I just kind of like I kind of like the under I think they're a 500 team too especially in the west in today's west this just almost felt perfect to me I just think that there's a lot of, of teams right around this line. I have a slight under. Okay, they're one of my favorite overs, so I disagree. Um, and I thought, honestly, going into this, that it was going to be an under. But honestly, I hate the rest of the Pacific Division so much that I just am like they have to get a couple wins. And I have so many unders everywhere else in the West that I thought, you know what, um, I think everything did rock out perfectly. I don't necessarily think they're – um, going to be as good in some ways, but I still think they're going to get over the number just because they care about the regular season. They want to stack up wins and they're young. 
which is very different than a lot of other teams in the Western Conference. So because of that, I have the over. Yeah, I'm over, and it's one of my least confident overs. I am. I could totally see this falling apart with one injury or just a, a few. I think the Vikings comp is perfect. Like they're one of my least confident overs, but I I do think they're still at that point where they're riding high. They want to prove that last year wasn't a fluke, and I think Mike trust Mike Brown um, and his preparation. So um, hesitantly, I will be going over here. Um, so this is going to sort of start to lead a little bit into my thinking for the season in the Western Conference. I really like the Golden State over. Um, I think that they added – I think that they're going to figure out the Chris Paul thing, how to balance it out with, with Steph. I just sort of trust them to figure that out and to sort of um, lean into maybe the positive trajectory narrative that could come their direction if they start um, getting um, – start getting rolling. They added Rudy Gay and Dario Saric, which I think I could just for some reason see – them kind of fitting into those vet type players where with Golden State, you're just like, how in the world is Rudy Gay really helping them? Like Jeff Green maybe did for Denver or something. So I don't know. I don't, I, I know that Rudy's much older, uh, but that's just, I just really like it. And I really like Golden State this year. Welcome to the family. I've, uh, I had, I had a feeling I was going to like Golden State and I insinuated on a few pods this offseason. And I really do. I, I enjoyed watching their uh, preseason game with Chris Paul and Steph Curry. It looked like it worked. I want to throw out two names, though. Boyan Bogdanovich, Anthony Simons. Those are two players that I could see if it all goes south for Chris Paul and the Warriors. Those are two players that are on two teams that are going to be bad. And I could see them being just really easy fits next to any anyone on the Warriors. Like that's Those are two teams I would keep in mind. But I'm not expecting them to use it necessarily if they don't need a trade. And I am also just with it being a contract year for Clay Thompson. Um, I don't love Clay at this point in his career because of his irrational hatred for the Grizzlies. But we'll see if that subsides with Dylan now gone. But uh, yeah, I just think they're going to know that this is arguably the last chance for them with Steph Curry being in his late 30, mid to late 30s. Uh, I really like this over 47 and a half. I have them at actually at 51 wins. Um, I'm a slight over. Uh, like there's a part of me that just feels like they're a bad injury from Draymond or Steph away from being like out of the playoffs at all completely. But at the same time, I, I think Chris Paul is a net positive for a team. Uh, they just did not have Andrew Wiggins much last year. I think having him back is going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are over. They're, I'm not. It's not one of my favorites, but they're a slight over for me. So like I had them at like 48, 49. So just going slightly over. The Wiggins things is, is huge. It's almost like a new player for them in comparing year yeah. over year. Yeah. Kaminga is also on on watch. He this is this is the swing year for him, and it's looking like based on preseason yeah. things are going well and, and honestly with y'all saying I mean part of my over is just that they they've gotten re- they don't care about the timelines anymore they they had know they have to maximize this season and so they are going to make if they are not good they're going to make trades to make sure they're good and I so I see them you know potentially performing at the over slightly yeah I thought the number was really good honestly um I was kind of going back and forth um I think I took like a slight over, but it was like not by much. I think I have them in like the high 40s. 
Because I can just see them kind of almost will to your same rationale, but a reason to like not go nuts in the regular season. Like this is our last go. All of our players are getting older. Like we have to be prepared for April. So let's really try to like kind of get the young guys a little bit more like reps. Like you speak on the Kaminga, Moses Moody. Like if these guys are going to be on the roster, you feel like they're going to have to play to an extent. And like you got to kind of start giving them minutes. And Kerr like hates to do that. Clearly, um, like he has the quickest trigger um, pulling those guys. Uh, See, so yeah, I think it's going to be close. But I think I mean I'm I'm convinced that like the one seed in the West is going to have like 50 wins. So, with Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right, Kraft. Uh, so this is actually one of my, so one of my five favorites is still on the board. Um, and that is the T wolves over. Um, so, which is hard for me because I don't like this team at all. Um, but they only missed that. This is a four game improvement from where they were, I believe, uh, last year, maybe not even that much. Is it? It's like two and a half, two and a half game improvement. And they had, they, they only had cat for like 25 to 30 games last year in the regular season. Uh, I feel like they were still adjusting to everything. So I, I'm i out on this team, like future. Um, you know, y'all know me. I don't like any of the players on the team. I think they all get overhyped. Cat could get traded, which actually might help them. Um, and all this stuff's going on. I just have a hard time thinking that they're not going to be two and a half games better uh, with kind of having adjusted with the consistency uh, with Mike Conley for a year um, and with Cat, I think, for several more games than he, than he was there in the past year. So I like the T-Wolves over. Out of principle, I took the under. <laughs> I know. That, that's I where just my head can't, I just can't. I conflict. just can't see how this team is successful. I think – I tried to think of, like, what would make me take the over. It's like if Cat gets traded early. And I just honestly – like, I just didn't see it. Like, I know Anthony Edwards was pretty decent in the FIBA stuff, but I just didn't see anything from him where I'm like, oh, he's going to take this quantum leap right. this next season. Now, he still could. And so I think that has got me just feeling like this team is just a, a just a fragmented mess. Yeah, no, I I'm honestly, I mean, what was frustrating is I want to come in here and get to slam Anthony Edwards and take the under, but I just, but honestly, it's Conley, it's Kyle Anderson, it's it's I think they have a good coach. I think Gobert is good for regular season wins, all those sorts of things. I got him over, but it's another kind of like less than confident over. I had him over too because I was I kind of forced myself to like. On the teams that I was like, I think these teams are really even, so I got to pick one over and one under, and I picked between them and the Pels. I picked the Pelicans under, so I was like, I guess I got to pick their over. I think they're destined for like the next century for like 46 wins and the sixth seed for like ever and like lose a competitive first-round series. That's the Wolves to me. Um. Yeah, I agree. Is it my turn? It is. All right, great. Gosh, there's so many tasty unders to choose from. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Clippers, uh, 46 and a half. That's only one game less than the Lakers. And I 
I just got to go under here. Uh, it's based solely on the fact that they are uh, just they just don't play their guys. I feel like their roster at this point, if you're again premiering Russell Westbrook, even though he wasn't terrible, but at this point in his career, not being terrible is a compliment to him. Um, I don't trust this team as far as I can throw them. And uh, they're obviously keeping their roster together because they're opening a new arena uh, and don't want there to be just like a tanking team to introduce the fans to it. And so, yes, there's a hardened trade potentially on the horizon. That makes me feel better about the under, to be frank. <laughs> uh, there's so many mouths to feed all of a sudden if Harden's now on this team. And I just think this is another system play. They're overhyped they could put it together but we've been saying that for like since 2019 when this team was formed and i'm just kind of tired of like expecting them to all of a sudden put it together so under for me i'll go ahead next because i'm i'm certain y'all all agree i actually disagree and i went with the over and this is the most shocking thing that i did um i went on their over last year and immediately i was like god that's dumb um i think that this is my rationale. When Kawhi plays, he's amazing. And I think this year, I'm convinced he's going to play. I think with the whole new rules about, like, you can't just be, like, load management. you got to have, like, a legit injury. Your star players have to, you know, you can't just sit them just to sit them, all this kind of stuff. Kawhi got, like, that brought up to him in, like, media days. And he was like, guys, I've been hurt. Like, I just haven't, like, not played. I think he feels that narrative around him basically just like he doesn't want to play he only wants to play in the playoffs and I think that shifts and I think people have forgot about Kawhi me included a lot of the time until you watch him in the start of last year's playoffs and you're like oh my goodness this guy's a freak still I don't know I'm kind of convinced on Kawhi and that's probably a terrible person to bet on um I think 46 and a half honestly is pretty a pretty good number um I could see it even being like 47 48 I think it's close but I have all the teams bunched around there basically going under. So I was like, I got to pick one over. So I went with the Clips. And I'm sure y'all all disagree. I'll say I agree with you, Ty. Um, Craft, I'm, let's I'm, go. Yeah, I'm going over. So as weird as their year was last year, they won 44 games. I agree with you. And, and honestly, Tyloo's already come out and said we're going to compete in the regular season, which is a funny thing for a coach to say. Uh, so I just think they're going to get two and a half more wins. Um, somewhere like honestly this was in my five favorites and then I remembered that Russell Westbrook was on the team and so it went off of my five favorites but I still have the slide over so I agree with you yeah there's just no way this hardened stuff with them goes well I'm 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 on team will here this there's just <laughs> no way that the combo of like Kawhi and Harden and Westbrook Goes this well. is a fantasy it's basketball like, it team. It doesn't make sense. It's a fantasy basketball it's so team. so dumb. 44 games last I year. could not disagree with you and Ty more. That would like, still be under this no year. I know, but me. they're going to they're gonna find three more games. Kawhi and Paul George are going to no play No way. Games they're year. terrible. Be we, very like, They're afraid. terrible. <laughs> they're not good. They don't know how to play basketball. Uh, all right, coming back around on the snake. Um, I kind of been waiting for Kraft to choose one under because I want him to have the floor on it. So I'm going to choose the one I don't think he's going to choose. And so I'm going to go New Orleans under. They're at 44 and a half right now. Let me just read their injury report to start the season. Mm -hmm. Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, Jose Alvarado, Larry Nance, 
Najee Marshall. All on the injury report. Not and, Zion? And by the way, <laughs> their marquee player is Zion Williamson, who's played five games in the last three years, basically. So I am just going to... This is just based on everything we've seen in this team. Uh, 44.5 is high. I'm going, I have them actually at 37 wins for the season. I just... I can sense already they're going to come out slow just due to injury, and I don't blame them for that. Uh, you can't control it. But Trey Murphy was a guy who was like, you know, they thought they they, they had really found something. I, I like watching him play, but he's going to be out for 10 to 12 weeks. So I'm like, there's already a big rotation piece, and if Herb Jones is out, then uh, they have zero defense, especially on the back line. So uh, this is another team. Take the overs in their games, but I'm taking the under on the win total. Will and I didn't get together, but I am right there with you on this one. My comment. I had two comments on this. Was will they have a healthy player on their roster by the end of the season? Move them to Seattle. And the third comment was, um, I just sort of the whole Brandon Ingram FIBA thing. I think is weird. He's a player to me that I just feel like, from a confidence perspective, like I just sort of think that that could get him off to a slow start too. And then all of a sudden, this team is just like twelfth again. And or like, who are we? No one cares about basketball in New Orleans. The meat. I mean, it's so frustrating to me. Like somehow Brandon Ingram escaped, and they want to scapegoat a guy who played super hard at a position he wasn't a best at in a system he wasn't best at, and barely got the ball on offense. And yet Jaron was playing like a crazy person, trying hard at FIBA, and yet. Brandon Egram, who basically quit on Team USA, and like nobody seems to be talking about it at all. It's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, I'm hard hard under on the Pels. Uh, it's like I the pre I've watched two preseason games. If I followed their people on Twitter, and they were all like aghast at how the Pelicans weren't even trying at all. The vibes are terrible. The injuries. I mean, I just like it's weird because you think man they should be better than this, but I, you just gotta take the under on the Pels. Yeah, same. <laughs> Thanks, Ty. Yep. Analysis. Thanks. All right, Brantley. Next bet. Oh, no, sorry, crap, 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 crap. Let's go. I have two. I have two unders. I'd love to talk about. Uh, trying to think. I also have an over that I think will get people upset. Just get so. your Mavs takes out. That's the way what now. I was waiting for. Okay, Mavs them. under. There we go. Mavs under. I wanted to take so, them like three turns ago. Yes, but I, I know. Was... I know. Well, uh, weirdly, because I think this is the number is honestly, if they hadn't started tanking. Um, is around where maybe they would be. So, like, it's – I'm not a hard under, but I'm a slight under. But I also think that this has all the potential for being a total disaster. Um, Kyrie has not been normal in a season since 2017. That is six seasons of him doing something weird. Uh, that's out there. I don't understand what they're doing. Everybody says Grant Williams is a third blessed player. He was getting DNPs for the Celtics in, in the playoffs. Uh, I don't understand why everybody was so high on them. They're apparently trying to start a rookie center. Um, there's another team out there that's doing the same thing. Uh, they're not good. Rookie centers are not good. I don't understand what they're trying to do. They have a terrible coach. I just, this has all the makings of disaster. It's a poorly run organization. Um, just because even though I don't think Luca's that great, I do think because he puts up a bunch of numbers, he's about a 500 player. That's what teams do. Like he couldn't even make the playoffs. Um, I'm sure I'm glad he got all NBA, uh, Mavs under, um, not, not as hard as I would like it to be because finally they figured it out and barely made them an over 500 team, but an under. 
Agreed. Agreed. Same. <laughs> All right, Brantley. Um, I have two. These are just going to be takey, and I'm going to like zag like you've never thought I've zagged before. I am going to take the over on the Houston Rockets. I think that 31 and a half, they won 22 last year as like a terrible team. I think they added, I mean, I, you, y'all know how I feel about Dylan, but I, I do think he helps win in the regular season. I think Fran Van Fleet is a great, is a great regular season player as well. They've got other like they got Jeff Green, who I think will help. I just think that they did some stuff to where they're going to really look to win. They're surrounding their rookies with talent, uh, or you know, just good role players, and I just think that they're going to be frisky. So I think they're going to compete and do better than thirty-one games. I love that that they're an over for me. Uh, obviously, you know, I think Dylan's a floor raiser. Uh, for the regular season, I actually like him. I, I like their draft picks. I like the fact that Kevin Porter Jr. is gone. I think they have a real coach in Emea Yudoka who's going to make them play defense. Um, and so I don't know if they'll get off to a good start. I'm a little worried about that with the transition, but I actually think uh, I'm, I'm actually glad the Grizzlies are playing them early. Uh, but I think they're gonna they're gonna get over this number. Um, so I'm over as well. Under barely. I'd a slide over to you. Um, Van Vliet's very competent. Dylan, again, like Brantley's point. Um, and I think Jalen Green has now put in the role that he's meant to be played as, like, this off guard, you know, that doesn't just have the ball all the time. I think Van Vliet's going to dominate the offense for, for the best, for the better. And so. and Will's favorite player, Sengun, apparently oh. apparently grew a couple inches. That's my one thing Honestly, on them. I think they're, I think they're <laughs> like, rim. I think their defense and rim, rim protection is going to be very – very bad. I just um, think you so. can't put together a team like this, this much turnover, and it go well first season. Let's revisit no. next year sure. because I think that they're a uh, a contender for an over next year. But I'm just like right on the line. I'm I'm just opting for the under. Yeah, I honestly and honestly, the over for me for the Rockets is also a collective that 7 through 10 in the, the West, or really the 8 through 11, me being pretty hard unders on all of them, makes me think Rockets might be able to jump up there and get a few wins. All right, Ty. I think this we're on number four. Is it four. me? Yeah. This is 4-5. Yep. Um, let me see. Uh, so this is one that I y'all probably disagree with. I got the Sixers going over. Um, I think 49 and a half is is a little low. They won 54 last year. Um, the Harden stuff, uh, my guess is that that kind of like the water's clear at some point. I think they got a really good roster. And I think Embiid is awesome in the regular. Obviously, he won MVP last year. Um, I think Nick Nurse is a really good coach, and I think they needed a change in vibe. Um, I think he brings it. I could see it. I almost picked Maxi for most improved. Um, I think Maxi could blow up. Um, I think they're a really good team. I think they win. I think they win fifty. I know that's like right at the number, but I, I like their over slightly, probably. But I like their over under. Don't trust it. Same under. I, I'm on Ty Island again. Uh, Ty I Island. got the over. Uh, <laughs> I got. The I'm over. wrong. I had the over too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I just more. I just think Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey teams <laughs> get fifty wins. I just think whatever happens with the Harden situation. 
Daryl Morey always seems to pick something out. It doesn't win the title, but it does well in the regular season. So I expect them to get 50 wins. If they get like so a first-round pick in Norm Powell, I still think they're going to win 50 crazy. This team is going to absolutely self-destruct after this season. And, and Bede's going to ask out. Like, this is going to go terribly. <laughs> I think Nick Nurse brings them together. Yeah. The All vibes right. in Toronto Good. were awesome before he left. Yeah, Melton's going to save I had them. them going, I'm kidding. They were I terrible. I had them going 50-50 wins. So this was just a really hard pick, honestly. I have a, I have a few marked in red. Like, eh, I don't know what to do with this, and this is one of them. I just think there's like th- four teams in the East, and everyone else is just like either average. Average or very below average, and I have them in the top four. So I think those those top four teams are just going to win a lot. They have to win fifty games to go over. They won fifty four last year, man. That's a lot. Yeah, they were great. They until the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they had the MVP. Um, exactly. All right, Ty. What, what's what's number it. five? Yeah, he's he's got his MVP now. He's going to quit. Um. Okay. So another, you know, high number. I'm going the Bucks over. Um. They won fifty eight last year. Their number. This year is 54 and a half. Um, I think Giannis, Giannis comes out just like a demon possessed after losing in the first round last year the way that he did. I think he's maybe the most competitive player in the NBA. Um, I think Dame is going to be rejuvenated. I don't know anything about their coach, literally nothing about him. Um, I think they're so – He's know, probably awesome. Yeah, probably, probably, honestly. Um, yeah, I just think they are just destined to be an awesome – regular season team when you have Giannis and Dame that just I mean those two together who knows what their defense will look like in the playoffs at point of attack and all that kind of stuff but I think regular season they're gonna be really really good they also didn't have Middleton a lot last year at like at all and yeah. they and they were 58 wins I'm with you I, yeah. I think this is a great over to hit I'm a slight under um I think uh they they went down in coach for the regular season and coach Bud he's probably the best regular season coach there is and they downgraded. They they got rid of an awesome player for an overrated player in Dame Lillard. So slight under for me for the Bucks, and they're all older. Um, so there we go. I've got fifty four wins on the nose, which is half game under. Uh, I still think they're going to figure it out by the end, assuming health. But that's a big assumption for a team that's uh, got Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton. And Chris Middleton has had this weird preseason thing going on where he hasn't really played at all. Um, and so I'm a little worried about that coming right out the gate. Uh, and I don't love that like Pat Connaughton is going to be super important for them to to really make it far in terms of depth. So uh, I'm a slight under, but that still I think they're going to be like low to mid 50s, which is really good. Yeah. I mean, I, I took my shots, but I still have them as the two seed and a slight under. So but I do think they're under. I think they're a worse team than they were last year. If they're the two seed, there's no way they don't beat the, the over on this. No. There's no the East. I've got is them at two enough. seed at fifty four wins. Yeah, There's no that's, way. That's where I am with I'm with Will. That math doesn't make sense to me. All right, Brantley, number five. Um, I'm gonna just go to the bottom of the barrel again. I don't understand how Charlotte got better. Uh, they won twenty seven games last year, and the over under here is thirty one and a half games. I just don't see it. I love this under. Um. I'll say I, I lean the under, honestly, before the Miles Bridges news. I was going to be over on them. Uh, it just was another weird cultural thing. Um, I'm actually higher on Brandon Miller than most people, too. So I actually think you look at their roster, and they should win more than 31 games. They're just they, Everything about them is weird, and the Bridges news put me at the lean under, but I'm not a strong under. I'm under. Uh, I got the actually right at 31. 
So I think it's, again, just like flirting with the number, but I'd rather opt for the under with Charlotte than the over. Yeah, I'm an under, too. I'm kind of with Brad. I don't think this team's very good. I think LaMelo is, speaking of overrated, I just don't know if he's very good either. He'll make a couple, like, flashy stuff. I could 100% see Rozier off this roster midseason. I could definitely see Gordon Hayward off this roster midseason. Um, I mean, outside of LaMelo, who's their, like, second-best player, P.J. Washington, I just think their roster is really bad. I just don't think they're a good team. Yeah. They also have some pick stuff that incentivizes them to not be – to be good, not to be good. Yeah, so. I just think they're bad. Yeah. All right, Kraft, number five. Uh, so I'm I'm gone with the things I love, um, except for one that will hang out there for the end. Uh, but um, so, but I'll go I'll go and say thunder under. Um, the thunder, ha 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 ha. Yeah, can't so. say under without <laughs> thunder. Thunder is that how that goes? <laughs> can't say so, thunder without. And under? I'm not. I I wanted to be more hardcore about this under. Um, but honestly, because of the expectations from so many people, um, I'm way under on them from what people from the media's expectations. But I actually do think, you know, they're a decent roster. They will get a little internal improvement. At the same time, I don't know why people are getting excited about them having a rookie center uh, and thinking that. What's his th- name? <laughs> I believe. Would you tell me? Is his remember. name Shet? <laughs> Oklahoma Shet. Uh, so he is. Uh, I just don't like people are excited about his length and stuff. He's still super weak. I mean, we we've experienced it with Jaron. It's just big, tall guys like he's probably, he might be good in a couple years when he gets some strength on him. I just think like I think of us playing him. I mean, Steven Adams just destroying him um, down low. Uh, I honestly think they were they got a lot of benefit from other teams around them tanking um, and them playing some teams that didn't want to win towards the end of the year. I think they outperformed their win total. They do have a good coach, but uh, overall, I just don't see them being more than a 500 team at best, 41 of 41, which is obviously under the number. I cannot believe that they're even close to us. In it's it's like that's a total outrage that we're just one game above them in the line as a Memphis Grizzlies ridiculous, um, but uh, so under on them. This is a money where your mouth is under for me. Like it's just I was is another blind under yeah. on principle. This is team Wote. When you combine like Bertons and Shet on the same team, Shet. like how can you even do anything other than just like hammer the under? Do you know that Bertons is the second highest paid player on the Thunder? Yeah, he is. It's amazing. And like it's SGA so is it. great, but like he's he's he can get shut down. Like we we shut him down multiple times last year. I just don't understand it. Like when you pay attention to him and you watch him like in peak games, he just yeah. isn't. It's I mean, I think they're gonna really deal with. Teams actually caring about them and planning them and showing up in OKC knowing they're going to have to actually show up. So I just think they got a lot of like nobody believes in us wins last year. So I'm going under two. My analogy for them is golf handicap. It's really easy to go from like a 15 to a 10. It's pretty hard to go from a 10 to a five. It's incredibly difficult from go to like a five to a three. I think the jump in the NBA to go from like a 38 39 win team to like a mid 40s is a lot harder than going from a 30 win team to a 38 win team um, and I think the Thunder are going to realize that this year um, so I'm going under on them as well I just and the end of last year they were trying their hardest to make that plan team playing game Teams around them were just bailing on the season. I think they went 500 in their last, like, 12 games or something. Um, I don't know. I think they're a 500 team. I think they're going to win 41 games and be the 
nine seed again or whatever. There's going to be so many excuses at the end of the season. I can't wait. Um, where are we? Is it my turn? Um, okay, Toronto. I'm taking the over. I um, Do it for Darko, baby. Doing it for Darko. I also think that they're the number's 36 and a half. That's just too low to me. I still think they're a 500 team. Uh, Pascal Siakam playing for a Supermax this He's year. Getting traded. Yeah, maybe. But I actually don't mind Dennis Schroeder in this spot as a point guard who can score for them because you look at their wings, OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam. Like those, those are the perfect compliments to a guy like Schroeder who can't guard anyone, but he can score. Uh, Darko's already said he's going to use Jakob Pertl like Steven Adams just at the high post, and they have plenty of guys who can slash. Um, I like their draft pick, and I also... Grady Dick? Yeah, that's right. And uh, I also just <laughs> think that Darko has to put his best foot forward this season while he has a roster that can actually compete night to night. And I just think it's going to... So many, so much better vibes out of Toronto... Now that they moved on from Nurse and are just, I think, going to have a refreshed sense of, um, you know, finding a new identity. So I'll go over on this number. I'm going under. I think this team is just broken internally. Um, I think trades are going to happen. I think this Masai is finally going to be like, I thought I could do it. I thought I could resurrect this team. And they're going to start out like eight games under 500, and then it's going to be a fire sale. That's my guess. Hmm. Yeah, I just I don't see how this team wins many games um for the long haul all season they're an under for me this was the hardest pick on my board for me but i'm going a slight under so if you're out there love it will love it 21 and 9 folks <laughs> quick editor's note here our recording got cut off for a few seconds we went to the top of the east and all took the over on boston's line which is 55 and a half and we all took the under on Miami's line which is 45 and a half and then the conversation picks up when we start talking about Indiana. Got a slide over with them. I went slightly over too mainly just cuz I think this bottom tier of the east is same. just weird. Yep, same. And I think I think that they might be sort of competing in that playing spot. Yep. So And Carlisle's a great coach. Yeah, and Carlisle's great. So and I, uh, Bruce Brown had looked good this far, yep. but I think he'll figure out his role, and I same. like Bruce Brown. So I wanted to really love the over, but I just it's a slight over, same as these guys. Under for Indiana, twenty one and Zagging. nine, folks. He's straight twenty one and nine. Make that twenty two and nine. Couple zags. <laughs> um, Brantley, what do you think about Chicago? Man, this was my one that I was just like, gosh, I don't even really know what to do with this one. They're just weird. They're I don't know. They've got the Lonzo thing that's just tough. Um, People don't talk about that enough. It just is like, that would have changed their it team. Just I believe their trajectory. It. I just it's also true. think that I don't really know what they did or didn't do to be like much worse than last year. So that's why I've like got them slightly over because I just think this is just in that middle tier of of teams that I still think is going to be fine, assuming that they don't like blow it up and get rid of Demar. Yeah, slide over. Um, just assuming Caruso is not going to miss as much time this year. They'll have a little better injury luck. So slide over. Under. Alvin under two. I think the I think the NBA has passed them by. That's that is take. succinct the and I agree. NBA. Yeah, this one was one of the hardest. <laughs> Not everyone. Because I feel like this is <laughs> but like most perfect, teams, yes. 37 and a half is like perfect. For it goals. is. 
It is. Uh, all right, Kraft, Brooklyn, last team in the East. Oh, Brooklyn was another one. So all these dumb East teams with 37 half lines. Uh, I lean slight over just because they have zero incentive draft-wise. Um, I feel like they could make some picks. I just feel like I like their guys. They don't really fit. But I just so, but I just feel like they're decent enough that I lean a slight over just because I needed to give somebody in the East an over, um, a slight over, so. Slide over. I don't feel good about it at all, though. That you basically said exactly what I wanted to say, and it's like, but can Michael keep it up? You know, it's like Michael. That's where <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Love it. Michael. 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 Bridges. Future Grizzly. Somebody told me once. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Just keep it. Those draft picks you, are still available. Nets, by the way, it's <laughs> still available if you want. To, I like. Uh, I have the under. Brantley, you the over. Yeah, slide over. Okay, I'd have slide under. Um. I think the vibes couldn't have gotten better. I think they kind of come back down to earth. That's my guess. That's my. I just guess. I look at the roster and I think Mikel is a great fantasy basketball player, and everything else is just kind of meh. But we'll see. Uh, Denver, first in the West, first team that we haven't discussed in the West, and I have a slight over for Denver. I have a slight over too. Um, honestly, and this is it's annoying to me. I want, I came in picking under. And then they've just looked so good in the preseason and the rookies have looked good that I might end up uh, – I just think they just are not deep at all. And But I, I think they actually now, because so many people have dismissed them, are going to have a chip. So slide over, don't love it, but slide over. I went slide under. I, this team is just playing for another championship, and I just don't see them doing what they did last year. Same. I went under. Um, back to the preseason, I, I drafted Kenny Pickett in fantasy football. We'll talk offline how well that's going for me. Preseason, so I was high. having a great season. If Denver were located in Memphis, they would be under for me, but they have the best home court advantage in the NBA, and I just think that counts for a few more games I than think the Grizz we give credit have actually for. won more. We have the best record at home in the last two seasons. Craft am I right? You are right, but but I also get that. I understand. No, that. you're right. You're right. Humidity. Yeah, what is what is that road record like? That's the not problem. humidity. Atmosphere. Yeah. Um. Um. We'll skip the Grizzlies. Sea level. And we'll go to Utah. Brantley, what do you think about Utah? I just had a slide over. I don't know. I just feel like they're in this weird middle ground state, and think that they can continue to compete a little bit. I don't feel great about it. Uh, I have a slight under. Don't. This is one of the ones I wanted to stay away from. Uh, the reason I go under is that their picks protected one to 10. So I just feel like if they're even around this, they're going to start sitting people trying to make sure they're in the top 10, uh, that, and I just think they had a lot of good players at the beginning of the season last year when they got off to that really good start. They don't have those guys. They traded them away. So slight under, but this was a really good number to me. I have the over and I wanted to find a bet that they would have more wins than the Thunder, and I couldn't find it, but that would be my bet if <laughs> I could Kings, make it. just put it up on the board, please, thanks. I like the Jazz. I really do. I think uh, their center is leaps and bounds better than Shet, and the guy's getting zero buzz, and I think he's a really good center. I can't even think of his name right Walker now. Walker Kessler. There it is. Out of Auburn University. Of course. I think he's really good. Me too. I've got a slight over on the number. It's only I only have it at 36, but it's still over, and – um, I like Will Hardy a lot, their coach. I think that um, they also have an amazing home court advantage, if you look at the yeah. numbers. Um, Portland, Kraft, what do you think? Uh, Blazers, um, 
you know, I actually don't think their roster is terrible, but I do think their coach is, and I think a lot of those guys might be gone. So I went under, but I don't love it. But I went under on the Blazers. Also, and just like somebody needs somebody in the West just needs to be terrible. Um, so Blazers under. Under Anthony Simons, trade candidate number one. Um, I just think, yeah, not much to it here. Not under two. Under. And San Antonio, uh, 29 and a half. I have the under here. I just basically don't think that the Spurs are going to play fast and loose with Wimby. Uh, their roster hasn't changed that much apart from drafting Wimby. He's probably going to be awesome. And I don't think it's going to be this year. And so I think it's also a number that's going to be inflated uh, based on all the hype. So I'm going under. Yeah. Is he really is Wimby really worth seven and a half games from their season total last year where they didn't really do much? I don't think so. That's why I went under. Under for me. Same. And, wow, impressed with our time. We were trying to keep it in under an hour. We have a couple minutes to talk about the Grizzlies' win total. We're going to have a full prediction pod uh, about the Grizzlies, but Kraft, I'll give you the floor here uh, to start us off. Grizzlies, uh, yeah, 45 and a half. Uh, so ridiculous of a number. Uh, I feel like we had the, the year from hell last year. None of our starters ever played together. All of our good players missed a lot of time. We had all the jaw stuff. Um, we had a terrible road record, which was also sort of weird for us. And with all those things, we still were a two seed. Um, I look around the rest of the West and I just look at all the other Western teams other than the Nuggets. And I am underwhelmed by all of them. All of them seem to be old and uh, and injury prone. And then I look at the Grizzlies and yes, we're going to miss Jaw for 25 games. Uh, but I think we hit this over pretty easy. Um, I have us clearing 50 wins. Uh, so I think it's an over for me. Uh, not even close. I mean, honestly, I was going to be a blind over anyway uh, because we're just always undercounted. And uh, I was starting to get nervous because all the we're like the favorite bet f- over for almost all the uh, the uh, the analytics gambling people out there. But then I saw the public was way down on us, so then I knew this is perfect. Uh, Grizzlies over forty five and a half. Um, I could comment more, but I'm going to try to save it for later pods. But uh, I love this. This was my number one. I mean, I had two blind unders that I loved in the Suns and the Lakers, but this is easily my favorite over. Um, uh, we're just way better than 45 and a half. So uh, that's it. Over for me. Over as well. Yeah, I, I, I took the over. I mean, I just – I think we're going to do better without Ja for a period with, with and than what people think. And then when Ja Same. comes back, we're not going to be dealing with the drama. Hopefully, hopefully for a period of time. Yeah. And I think, and I think Tyus Jones, which has been the big thing people have said, I, you know, I think Ty covered this well, um, over the summer. I think he's slightly overrated. I think all of us would agree that Marcus smarts definitely an upgrade over Dylan and between him and Bain, I think they can cover the point guard stuff. I don't, you know, I don't think Derek Rose is amazing defensively, but I think he'll be fine as a backup for the first 25 games of the year. So, um, and we have Steven Adams back. I think to the, to Brantley's point about the, um, distraction stuff. I guarantee you there will be some major storyline in the first month of the season that will absolutely take over whatever residual stuff is left over about Jaw too. 
when Ja comes back, I think it will strictly be about, oh, Ja Morant's back. I don't think it'll be as much about, because I guarantee you something else big will happen. That's my assumption. Yeah. I also think just if you're looking at it purely analytical, there's too much weight being put on the Ja Morant suspension. And uh, just from a over under number line setting perspective. And so I just think it's smart money to put on the Grizzlies over. And if it doesn't hit, something had to go go really, really wrong. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one statistic throw out there. Taylor Jenkins, 4-0 as the coach on the over by 8.3 points. I mean, 8.3 wins. Average. Love that. Love that. All right, guys. Uh, over under pod uh, take the bets if you dare uh, but that's our take on the NBA and we of course we will uh, keep ourselves accountable next year uh, but tune in for the next edition of the Grizzden pod where we will be doing our annual futures contest tune in